You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV presents Chatting with Kathy. Sit-down interviews with Hollywood's leading actors, artists, and entrepreneurs. And now, your host of Chatting with Kathy, Kathy Kelly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Chatting with Kathy right here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Kathy Kelly, and joining me, I'm so excited to have our first guest come back to AfterBuzz, Max Schneider. Yes, indeed. Yes, How are you doing? How are you? Good. And it's been a year since you were here. I know. And you have accomplished so much. Thank you. It's crazy. I mean, really lucky. (laughs) <laughs> from, you know, your success with YouTube, obviously. Now you're working on some new music. Yes, uh, being featured at the Grammys. It's crazy. It was very unexpected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you, of course, have your new show, Crisis, on NBC. Mm-hmm. That is one of my personal favorite shows. Thank you. I'm I glad. love it. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that first. Sure. Crisis. Yeah. Last time you were here, you had just booked the pilot or mm-hmm. filmed the pilot. Uh, I think we had filmed it. We okay. just filmed it. Yeah. And you filmed in Chicago. Yes, indeed. How was that? It was very cold. <laughs> uh, but it was, it's a wonderful city. You know, I, I had only visited once before we started shooting and mm-hmm. I really got to know the city in the, you know, seven month time we were there. And, and it's, uh, it's definitely one of my favorite cities. I wish it were a little warmer, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. How much time did you actually have to explore or were you filming most of the time? Yeah, I filmed a lot of the time, but the way this schedule usually worked is we would shoot episodes in eight day workday cycles. Okay. So I would usually shoot, um, you know, three days out of the eight days. So the other days I'd either be back here in LA or New York or I would be exploring the city. So I got to explore quite a bit. Um, but That's I treated a lot of it traveling. Yeah, it was a lot. Of, I flew a lot, but you know, it was worth it. I was trying to do the music stuff at the same time. So took a lot of Southwest flights. I'm a list on Southwest. <laughs> now, so that's what matters. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was great. I, I treated the city like New York. I wanted to conquer. I wanted to walk everywhere. Yeah. And Chicago is not a city where you should walk everywhere. I learned that. It was a really cold winter as yeah. well. Negative. 10 degrees yeah. some days. With the wind chill, I, I think the lowest it got was something like negative 30 with the wind chill or something, something out of this world. And I had um, a special face mask I wore everywhere. Oh and my gosh. It was pretty weird, but it was, you know, I needed it. It was that cold. But yeah. I had a whole setup. I had like seven layers. It was, yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm from Chicago, so I you love know. the city, but I have to ask you, yeah. did you have Chicago style pizza? Oh yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, it's tough. I know. So <laughs> uh, Giordano's is the is, That's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. You can't go wrong. What do you get on it? <sighs> I like to get like either the meat lovers one or all veggie one. Okay. I feel like it's one or the other usually. Yeah. What yeah. about you? What's your... Oh, I'm like a pepperoni and then extra yeah. cheese. Oh, nice. Maybe sometimes like green mm. peppers, onions. That's, that's yeah. Good. It's good everything, stuff. Everything, actually. Oh, yeah. Just literally <laughs> everything you put on it. Yeah. Yeah. So did you guys get to do anything? I know you were traveling in between shooting, but did you guys get to go out as a group? Because I know you had a, a really young cast, too. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, you know, the way the show's sort of set up is that all of the kids were in, you know, one section. So we would all mostly shoot together. And then people like Lance and Rachel, they would be doing something off on their own. We wouldn't see them very much. So yeah. uh, I became really close with my friends, um, uh, you know, Adam Miller, who plays the president, 
dates on Kyle. Mm-hmm. We have a bromance. We're super close. <gasps> go everywhere together. Uh, and then um, my roommate, who was actually on uh, the last show, I was on Halston Sage. Yeah. Uh, we hung out all the time. She's a good friend. So yeah, we got to we got to go play. It was nice because Adam uh, has lived in the city for a while, so he brought us to random art shows and things okay. that we probably wouldn't have known about otherwise. So they cast cool. a lot of people, or the kids mm-hmm. were from Chicago. Yeah, a lot of them were local hires, which was which was cool to have. You know, sort of the mix between people who knew the city who didn't, and uh, and yeah, for Adam it was really cool because he, you know, this was his first TV thing, so it was cool to see someone, you know, just just getting the hang of it all, yeah. which was awesome. Did you have to give him any advice, or oh, he no, just caught no, on he, real quick? I mean, I was doing so, <laughs> We were both taking advice from, you know, Dermot Mulroney, who's mm-hmm. the lead guy, is awesome. He, you know, he we spent the most time with him as uh, of the veteran actors, and he couldn't have been cooler and, and more professional, and we all learned so much from him. And yeah. he took the train everywhere, too, and I don't have a license still. I'm getting on it. But, um, <laughs> but I would take the train with him all the time, and it was really cool that he just, you know, he would, he would be down to just hang out with everybody. He didn't, he treated everyone with respect, and I think that was something we all learned from him no matter how you know how amazing an actor you are how high up in the ranks you are you're always respectful of everyone and i think that's something everybody should should take in from him and he's had such an impressive career so working with him must have been really cool for you oh so cool yeah he actually spoke very highly of you i have to say yeah i asked him i was like oh well did you learn anything from like halston and max and he's like no max taught me stuff so yeah oh man Oh, so cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they all spoke very highly of you um, and the rest that. of the cast. But, um, I mean, since you guys, you were friends with Halston, obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, from Nickelodeon. But um, did you guys get to do, like, go to any concerts while you were in Chicago? Oh, yeah. Or? I went to lots. I went okay. to – I saw The Weeknd. Uh, yeah. I saw – most I see, I saw a lot of concerts in Chicago, which was cool. Um, saw the neighborhood. I had some friends opening for them. It was, it was, it's a great city to see concerts too, because yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's a big city, but it isn't New York or LA. So the shows aren't quite as, you know, uh, packed in, in the industry where like people just really are enjoying the show. Which They're was there so, for the music. They're there for the music. Yeah. Which is, which was so cool. So I got to see them. I forget who else. Um, I got to see, uh, Boyce Avenue the, and my friend Megan Nicole. Uh, but yeah, the weekend and the neighborhood concerts were really cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we saw a bunch of art shows. I'm trying to think. We went to, I brought my girlfriend to the Sky Deck for our anniversary and we had a private breakfast up there, oh, which was really cool. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. That's super romantic. Yeah. It was, I, I mean, everybody, if you got, if you got a, somebody for an anniversary, it's like the coolest thing. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we had the whole floor to ourselves, just like a little table set up on the sky deck Aww. and just private breakfast. It was really cool. Did you guys do that thing where you, you can like look over the platform that's glass? Yeah. Well, that's where they put the table. So you're sitting on that. That's you're scary. Yeah. It's, if you're afraid of heights, it's not the best thing to do, but uh, are you? I'm not really. No. Okay. But I could totally imagine, like, just standing there. I thought of somebody who was afraid of heights, and I was like, oh, man, this would suck. Because it's, what, 95, 96? 103 stories. 103 That's, stories. It's on the 103rd story, yeah. And it's just right over the side of it. Yeah. I think I could stand up there, but I don't know if I could have a whole meal. Have a whole meal just being <laughs> like, oh, this is good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Those cars. Yeah, totally. <laughs> So, um, filming crisis, I mean, yeah. that's such a huge departure from the Nickelodeon shows that yeah. you were doing. Um, what was it like? Um, do you think that you evolved as an actor? Absolutely. I feel like, you know, um, it was definitely a full 180 from the Nickelodeon, uh, world and, 
I think we all in it was it was good that we would only do three or four days a week because if we did every day I would be so drained. It was yeah. it was a very it was a very you know rigorous process to get into that state because I mean you want to make it as real as possible that that kidnapping and and uh, it took a lot out of everybody but it was so worth it. You know when we look back at it, I don't think you can do it any other way. And and uh, you know I, I definitely learned a lot about how to bring that darkness out. I hadn't had that many roles where I had to explore that. And so uh, definitely playing Ian was was the first time I really explored the, the, the darkness of a character. And he does get kind of dark. I yeah. mean, further along yeah. in the episodes, he almost tries to kill a guy. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it... Yeah, yeah. it's intense. It's intense. <laughs> it gets weird. It gets crazier <laughs> and crazier. But... um. But I love that. I had no idea, you know, going in for the role that that was going to happen. I, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, the I only had seen the pilot episode when I first, and they didn't tell us where it was going to go. So each episode, every week, maybe two days before, we'd find out what happens next, and that was that was really exciting too because we didn't know what was going to happen next, who was going to die next, who was going to live. It's and and that kind of kept the excitement as an actor to you know just give it your all every time. You might be dead the next in the next episode. Yeah. You better you know give it everything. And I think that also. You know, I think some actors out there, I've definitely um, done guest spots on shows where it's it's tough because you're there for months and months and months. And sometimes I'm sure those people, they feel like it gets a little stale. Mm-hmm. And I think for definitely everybody on Crisis, they didn't know if they're going to die next. So nobody's getting stale. It, it was, keeps you on your toes. keeps you on your toes. And they're like, I better give my best work every episode. Cause <sighs> and I think that's, that's a good thing to do always. So was it because um, they just wanted to keep you guys in suspense or they didn't want to share too much with you as writers or was it that they hadn't written those episodes yet and that's why they were giving you the scripts I think a big yeah I think a big thing was that they they didn't know either sometimes they they knew the arc yeah you know the writers are incredible they always tie everything up they know what's going to happen but the specifics of everything comes as it comes and I think that was great too because if it had been all set out I think that um certain things that happen in each episode things you know there's there's some improv moments there's things that change when we actually shoot the episode so i'm glad that they would go episode by episode to kind of work off of what happened in the last one um so i think it was a little bit of both which was great because everybody didn't know it was gonna happen but i gotta say after you know we, we finished the whole season and i couldn't be happier with how they you know they wrap everything up that's awesome. Yeah. What can fans expect Ooh. the rest of the season? Oh, I don't know gosh. you can't give too much away. Can't give too much, of course, but uh, a lot more action, a lot more twists and turns, the usual stuff. It's It gets better and better. Uh, we, you know, certain characters you never thought would die, die. And I, I no. think <laughs> and I think that that's, you know, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. I love, you know, Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. I love when you don't, you, you don't, it always sucks when you watch a show and you're like, oh, that guy can't die. He's the main guy. I love when there's a show where the guy does. And mm-hmm. that, like, that's that's amazing because that really keeps the story intact and really makes you not know what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the most special shows. So the writers have done a great job of keeping that on Crisis. Yeah. And you've gotten a lot of great feedback from the show. What's um, your favorite fan thing that you've heard? Uh, I mean, I, it's it's been wonderful. I'm glad that people are enjoying it. Um I, I think probably my favorite was people really believing the, the dark side of Ian. Yeah. That was a big thing for me. And, and for that to connect to people, uh, was a huge goal. And I'm glad it's, it's happening. That's been mm-hmm. cool. Do your parents watch? My parents do watch. Yeah. yeah. yeah what they, do they think? They're always, they, they really like the show. They, yeah. yeah, they, um, they freak out every time. They're like, are you going to die next? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, stop. I can't tell you anything. Yeah. I want to know though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> um, so. 
Crisis, obviously amazing. Uh, where can people watch that? It's NBC, uh, Sunny Nights at 10 p.m. on okay. NBC. Yeah. And six episodes in right now. Six how how long in. is the full season? 13, 13 episodes. Okay. Yeah. So almost halfway through. Yeah. Getting crazy. Oh, yeah. And Ugh. it just gets crazier. Oh, I just, uh, I, I'm very excited for everybody to see the rest of it. Cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah. the Grammys. We have to talk about that because I freaked out. I was watching and I saw your video come up. Yeah. It was a cover of a Bruno Mars song yes, indeed. Um, when he was nominated. So did you know going into the Grammys that you were going to be on I had no idea. Literally no idea. And, no, and I have some friends that the same thing happened to them and their, their videos were played. Yeah. Nobody had any idea. Um, I was I was planning to watch the Grammys. I was in, in L.A. I was planning to watch it, you know, L.A. time. And uh, and suddenly, like, in my phone, I have, like, 50 texts. And I'm like, what's going on? And uh, and that's when I found out. And mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was pretty surreal. I had no idea. It wasn't, it, you know, blew my mind. Um, and I, I, I was like, what? My mom sends me the video of the, of the, <laughs> of the actual video. And, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. You know, I, um, I love the surprise of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so for people that don't know, the Grammys featured um, every nomination that they had or pretty much every nomination yeah. featured a YouTuber yeah. uh, doing a cover of the song. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you did uh, Bruno Mars, When I Was Your Man. Yes, indeed. Good song choice. Oh, uh, you, and then you. it obviously led to being featured on the Grammys. Um, so who was the first person that texted you? Or you said you just I did, I just saw got like, like 50 this at the same time. I a lot of texts. I didn't know. But um, probably my mom, I'm guessing, you know, she's she's on that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was it was all at the same time. And like... It was, yeah, it was great. It was That's awesome. That's cool. Um, so you were with friends when you first saw. Yes. What was your reaction? Oh, I mean, yeah, I, d- I didn't feel real. It was yeah. pretty amazing. I, uh, I, uh, you know, I teared up. It was, it was, it was really wonderful. A big thing for me, I think the whole YouTube world, and I think this is said for a lot of those people who do the YouTube videos, um, it's amazing that you can just decide to do a video like that. You, you know, it's me and my friend Kurt Schneider did that video mm-hmm. and we were just like, Hey, we should do a video of this song. Or anytime we decide to do a video, it's our choice. It's our, it's our, um, it's our creative decision. And to have, you know, have them feature that was uh, an amazing blessing and amazing, an amazing, um, an amazing, lesson in knowing that you should always do what you love and and do something because you believe in it and Mm -hmm. so that was pretty that was pretty awesome just to be like wow i called kurt right away i was like dude did you see this he's like no (laughs) i had no idea and uh yeah it was it was out of this world that's really cool thank you um so i mean in addition to the the youtube songs that you're doing you're still doing covers which i know your fans really appreciate while doing original music Mm -hmm. why is that something that you wanted to um continue i think that um you know I I always feel like some people when they put out original stuff they feel like oh people aren't going to take me seriously because I still do the YouTube cover thing. Um for me I think I've always wanted to uh, appreciate those songs and make them my own in whatever way I can and and I know that a lot of people started watching my YouTube channel for those things. So I don't want to just cut it off cold turkey. I hope that they enjoy the originals as much as the covers, but mm-hmm. I think that, you know, um I know some people that just, you know, cut it off and just put originals out because they wanted people to take it seriously. And I think, you know, I think the music should speak for itself. So if people enjoy the covers, I want to give them what they enjoy as well. Yeah. yeah. And you you're still working with Kurt obviously a lot. I can't uh, ever stop. <laughs> just did a song with Zendaya yeah. too. How was that? Oh, it was great. Zendaya's awesome. She's uh she's so down to earth. Uh, you know, I um I love I love her attitude. I love she's so talented and it was it was great. We did this um other video together for um for Coca-Cola yeah. and that kind of that's where we got introduced and then we were like, "Oh, we should do this video of all of me because we both love that song." 
So it's always cool how it happens where it's just like, oh, we both love this song. Why don't we do it? It's organic. Yeah, very organic. How do you usually choose your songs? Um, usually they're just by what, you know, what song we love the most at the time. Sometimes it's how popular the song is, but I don't really like doing that. I like it when it's, it's really about like that song. I mean, I think that's one of the mu- most beautiful songs out there. And I love yeah. John Legend. And it's great that it's doing so well as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, so it's songs that resonate with you yeah, or your friends. Exactly. Totally. That's really cool. So, uh, more about YouTube, I guess. Totally. Um, are there songs that you have not covered that you hope to? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a few I've been working on, definitely. Um, uh, I'm definitely doing a lot more, uh, older soul songs too, I've been trying really? to bring in. Yeah, I love, you know, um, some of my biggest influences are James Brown and, you know, Stevie Wonder. And, yeah. And, uh, and, oh, I actually got to watch Stevie Wonder record the other day, which was what? out of this world. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's a side note. <laughs> but um, but I love all those guys, and I love. I definitely am trying to do more covers of their their work because I think it very much influences the original music of mine that's coming out. Yeah. How did yeah. you get to see Stevie Wonder? Uh, so uh, I did um uh, two songs with Pharrell uh, for the album uh, and. Congrats on Thank that, by much. the way. Thank you. Do you have like a pinch me moment? Yeah. When, oh my gosh. <laughs> it was. Uh, oh my gosh. And again, that was something that really. Um, mainly happened because of the YouTube stuff I did with yeah. Kurt. His wife had seen the Blurred Lines cover that we did, and uh, and that was his initial, like, who's this guy? So, so okay, we yeah. have to talk about this. Of course. Pharrell reached out to you. Yeah. <laughs> what? It was, it was, uh, again, another crazy surreal moment. He's always been one of my musical heroes. Yeah. I love every song he's ever done, everything from the old JT stuff, like Senorita and everything, to, you know, Hot in Here. Like, he's he's the man. Back to and, NERD. Like, like, NERD, of oh course. Oh my gosh. Um, but it was, yeah, it was, it came from a few few different directions and the fact that his wife was the final thing was really great that it was organic in that way because mm-hmm. it's always nice when it really comes from a place of people just being like, oh, cool, I'm into this. Let's do something together. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we had met, you know, uh, about uh, like five months ago we just hung out and he just was like yeah man I'm into this stuff and I was like <laughs> and I just was like smiling the whole time I was like this is the like one of the most awesome moments of my life and he was like that's cool and uh, and we just talked about music and he had a song for me he was like this song I, I have um, I want you to I want you to sing it and I was like alright cool and then a couple months later, we uh, we got in the studio together, and fast forward, he was working with Snoop Dogg on Snoop Dogg's new record in the other room while we were doing our stuff for the two days, which was also awesome because yeah. Snoop Dogg's the man. He just was like, <laughs> he was the coolest guy. He comes in, he's like, oh, what's up, Max? I was like, what's up, Snoop Dogg? <laughs> How you doing? Um, and and so um, uh, I got uh, during those recording sessions, uh, Stevie Wonder came in and he recorded. Um, some stuff of the album, which was out of this world to watch. Crazy. I got to see him, you know, play harmonica and sing, and it was a, uh, it was a pretty, it was a pretty insane moment. Did you get to talk to him at all? I didn't get to talk to okay. him soon, no. But um, but just getting to watch him for like thirty minutes was yeah. like all I could ask for. Probably a life changer. <laughs> yeah, his, his, you know, Pharrell's wife comes in, she's like, "You want to see Stevie record?" And I was like, <laughs> "Sure, <laughs> that sounds great." Your grandkids, grandkids will hear about that. <laughs> exactly, totally. <laughs> And, uh, the coolest thing about it, I think, was that seeing that he's such a perfectionist, that he would, he would, you know, it wouldn't be exactly how he wanted it to sound, and he would just be like, back, again, please. Really? And it, like, it was very humbling to know that someone of that legendary status is always working at it. He's mm-hmm. always working to make it the right thing, and I think that that's something that everybody always continues to work hard. 
and those guys don't just stop just because he's a legend doesn't mean he stops you know so that was cool to watch yeah, yeah. so you had 48 hours with him yeah <laughs> how much like did you just try to maximize all of that time or was it yeah totally i mean i i i thought i was only in for a day the whole thing was that i thought the one song we had done i had recorded it separately from him because he's the busiest guy in the world right now um and so i thought that we were just gonna do some notes on it and do some things but um he ended up, you know, listening. He was like, no, I'm into this. Just do this one thing. I've got some other songs I want you to sing. And I was like, okay. And so I just sang a few other songs and, and, uh, and he was like, you want to come back in tomorrow and sing? I was like, yeah, cool. That sounds great. Man. <laughs> you can't say no to Pharrell. <laughs> Literally. And he's just so, and you know, I got to know him a little bit more with just in the two days and he's the nicest guy. He, yeah. he's, there's no one more deserving of the success he's having right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was cool. So other than, um, him being a perfectionist, what else do you yeah. think you took away from that experience? I think. I love his specificity, his details with all of his music. I think that's what makes, um, I think that's what makes Pharrell's music so, so special is that you hear those songs and it's that little sample in the background that makes it so cool or those little horns or whatever it is. And getting to watch him work and be like, that drum isn't right. I'm going to go back in and listen to every drum sound I can and then do that. And him adding like a very subtle, you know, just he has, he has, his keyboard has, um, like samples of his own voice too, which is really cool. <laughs> so he was like, he just like throws in a little sample of his voice. And I'm like, oh cool. And then he records something else live of his voice. And I'm like, this is just the coolest thing ever. Yeah. But the thing that was the coolest was seeing him really care about the details because that's what makes his music his music. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so you're working on a full length album. <laughs> yes, indeed. But you're also dropping an EP in early May. Yes, indeed. So uh, I've got the EP coming out uh, May 13th. It's called the Same Max EP. And, uh, and you know, the album we've still been working on. Of course, this was like two weeks ago with Pharrell. So mm-hmm. the songs, you know, still need work. And there's, I've been working with some other awesome people recently. Um, a man named uh, Tim Armstrong, who uh, was in the band Rancid. He still is in um, The Transplants. So a totally different musical vibe. Yeah. But, um, but we've still been working on it. We want to make it right. So, you know, I wanted to, we're going on tour this summer and I wanted to put out new music that's done already. So the, I was going to put the album out, but then I decided, I want people to hear what we've been working on now and then we'll give them the album when it's all ready. So that was the choice to, to put out the EP first. Yeah. Uh, but the EP is just a taste of what is on the album as well. And the two songs that you've released already, they sound a lot more mature than, like, do you think that you've grown as an artist and a musician yeah. in the past few years? Absolutely. I, f- I, f- I feel like um, it's it's happened in, in a, a couple different ways, but definitely the music... Um, has has been I've really been more influenced by that old soul music that I've been listening mm-hmm. to and I think that that's influenced a lot of the original music and and I think that um working with these different writers has definitely brought out a uh, a growth in a lot of ways which has been you know I've been really lucky to work with these people to bring out that maturity. Yeah. It's been cool. Mugshot was featured in Veronica Mars. Yes, indeed. How was that? It was amazing. Yeah. I, you know, I um I heard about it, you know, this was like eight months ago. Maybe it'll happen. And it's always, mm-hmm. you know, you never, I never think it's a thing until it's a thing. And then when I actually, you know, found out it was in the, tra- I saw it in the trailer. That's how mm-hmm. I knew. And I was like, wow, it's just a real thing. This is, you know, blowing my mind. And, uh, and it was really special to know that, um, something that I had worked on and loved was used in somebody else's product that they had worked on and loved. Yeah. And, and so getting to see the movie and hear it and that was just so cool. I'm such a marshmallow. So it was just an honor to be a part of. <laughs> 
to be a part of Veronica Mars was really cool. I love that. So you watched it when oh, it was, oh my god, totally. I love that series. Oh, it's so good. I haven't seen the movie yet, and I feel like such a horrible fan, oh, no, but no. I have to, I have to just sit down and watch it. The movie's so great. And I think the best thing about the movie, which, um, I went with my girlfriend, she'd never seen any of the shows, mm-hmm. and she really enjoyed it. She liked it, and I think that's a great thing that they did with the movie, that whether you have been a marshmallow for 10 years or whatever it is, or you have just started to see the show, or you've never seen it, you can still enjoy the movie, and and I think they did a great job of that. Yeah. yeah. How was um, I, the concept for Mugshot, the music video, SMB. was so cool. How did that come about? Um, you know, we we the whole the whole process of the song was it started out with you know this is a stick up, put your hands in the air, mm-hmm. and then we kept going down that uh, that road of this you know sort of metaphoric dance song. And and in doing so, I was talking with uh, the director Dan Carp, my friend Dan Carp, and we're like, we got to go all the way with this. Like, we got we got to <laughs> old school western. We got to get some old school western because you know it had the chain gang reference and a big influence for that music video was definitely Oh Brother Where Art Thou, which is one of my favorite oh, movies. Oh wow, yeah. And, and so that was a big you now know, I see it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so that was a big thing for us. We we're like, we just got to go all the way. We got to make it you know true to what the song is about. So yeah. um, I was glad I got to make it. All all my best friends were in it, and it was really fun to make the video. Did you have a choreographer for that as well? I actually just, um, I choreographed it with my girlfriend. Really? <laughs> you know, I mean, the choreography. It's is just she just, a dancer? She is a dancer. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we had a good time. You know, it's it's not like choreography, but we just, <laughs> we wanted to do, uh, you know, I, I when I originally thought of it, I was like, I want movement that anybody can do, whether mm-hmm. you think you're a dancer or not, just something that's fun to move around to. So it was, uh, you know, that that was sort of the influence for the choreography. It brings that extra energy, even though it's just like little dance-like clips. Totally. It's cool. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so the new song, I forget the... Uh, Streets of Gold. Streets of Gold. Yeah. Um, it sounds like the beginning, I feel like it has like some Ellie Goulding-like-ness oh, yeah. in it. Well, so how did that... I mean, that yeah. was, for me, the biggest song that like I f- feel like I saw a change in yeah. what you've been doing from before. Totally. So yeah. um, what... Who did you work on that with? That was the same guy who did a mugshot. Um, okay. a guy named uh, Jake Sinclair, who's awesome. He's you know one of my good friends now. We've been he worked on uh, the majority of the album. There's a lot of songs with him and yeah. another great guy named Mike Viola. Um, but um, you know when we went in, they they come from such a different world of music that it was great to combine. I think that brought a lot of that out of me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, so that was, that was a big reason why I think these songs sound so different is that we, you know, I, I, I started with this album. I wanted to take the risk of working with producers that were a lot different genre than, you know, um, more straight down the middle pop that I've done yeah. before, really bringing out more of the soul stuff. So, uh, yeah, they, they were great and really helping with that. And there are songs that are going to be on the full length album yeah. that, You've been working on for five or six years, yeah. right? Yeah, one of the songs on uh, the EP is called Darling, and I actually wrote that, yeah, six years ago now, I think, it was five years ago, yeah. And, uh, you know, we did the produced version about a year ago, but to think that this song has been, you know, in in the mix for that long, and now it's finally going to be out there is, uh, is really a wonderful feeling to, yeah. to know that, yeah. Who do you usually, or are you very private when you write songs, or do you bounce ideas off of your friends, or? Yeah, I totally bounce ideas off. I like to play it for, you know, my family and friends just to see their vibe what they feel um i like it to come from a personal place but i also think that you know those are the people that i i i I love their opinions and sometimes if i actually sometimes if i see if um if a fan comes up to me and says hello i sometimes i'll just play a little snippet of something to see what they think of it yeah because those are people that you know that's crazy and i think you know that's that's always very important that it comes from a personal place but that it is something that you like you want to see if those people enjoy it and you hope that they do 
So one of the other songs that you did on YouTube, The Young yeah. Volcanoes, oh, yeah. um, you got to work with Pete Wentz, who yeah. I know is another one of your idols. Oh, yeah. He's, just name-dropping people ever. <laughs> I love it. Name-dropping. How was that? Oh, so cool. He's yeah. also so awesome. Um, he uh, he was very involved. You know, that video is definitely very different from a lot of videos we've done. Mm -hmm. And we were, you know, we were planning it out for, you know, a month, figuring out, you know, he would he would call me and, and we would talk about it. He'd be like, I think that needs to be a pizza box. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, let's do it. And um, and that was great. Just I, I loved the end product, knowing that it was really such a collaborative process with him yeah. because he is such a hands-on guy. And I think that that's why not only musically the Fall Out Boy, but with his label and everything else, he's been so successful because he really pays attention to everything he does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was, and he was so cool too. The Fall Out Boy is one of the bands that I grew up listening yeah. to back in Chicago because oh, that's where they're from. Exactly. Of but um, it's cool to hear that he wasn't just like you know popped in for that one little no yeah bit. exactly yeah. Did he give you any advice? Yeah, he, he, he definitely, um, he told me to, you know, stay true to who I am and, and, and really be all about the music. And yeah. I think that that was something that, you know, I, it doesn't matter how many times you hear it. When you hear it from someone like that, someone that's been so successful with it, I think that it resonates even more so. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that was really cool. And, uh, he was just like, keep it cool, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I asked you this last time you were here, but yeah. I want to see if the, the answer changed. Uh -huh. Um, is there? Oh yeah, it's hot in here. <laughs> um, is there someone's career that you hope to emulate, or you want to pave your own path? You know, I definitely think um, think paving my own path is definitely a, a, a big priority. But I also, of course, am so influenced by. I love the way that Justin Timberlake's handled his career. I love Bruno Mars. I you think said Justin Timberlake last time. I did. <laughs> I just love. One of my biggest dreams is is to be able to do what he does on SNL and mm -hmm. go on there be the musical guest and and get to you know have a great time and be the special guest too I, I just think that he has been from what I've heard I've never met him but he's such a humble guy he's he's so hardworking and and he always keeps his eye on the prize and really cares about his fans and I think that's something that I definitely take a lot of inspiration from cool yeah so yes. you're going on tour yeah. very soon mm -hmm. Huge tour. I mean, what, 25 cities? Yeah, I think we're doing 25 cities. And this is all throughout June, a little bit of July. A little bit of July. Basically, like, I think it's like in 32 days or something. And you're headlining. Yes, indeed. So, what's what's your favorite thing about going on tour? I know that <sighs> going on tour mm -hmm. is one of your favorite things. Exactly, but... yeah. Um, I, love, I love performing live is one of my favorite things in the world. I think... For a number of reasons. One, you never know what's going to happen. I like yeah. that each venue is different. Each place is different. The people are different. And I love when moments and shows happen that I try to have it happen every show, but one moment that will never happen again in another show, that it's mm -hmm. so special. And I think that really only happens in live performance. Um, and so I'm excited for that. I'm, I love, you know, seeing fans in person, seeing people in person. It's, it's, uh, the greatest gift because these are the, these are the people that, that keep you going, keep you making the music, keeping you inspired. They're the biggest inspiration in so many ways because them enjoying it makes, makes it all the better. And, uh, yeah. They're the biggest supporters. They're the biggest supporters, <laughs> of course. And, um, and so I'm so thankful for that and to be able to say to someone in person, like, thank you for supporting me. And I know there's tons of people out there to support, but I appreciate you supporting me is uh, really special to do. Do you usually do meet and greets on tour? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, which is always fun. <laughs> I wish I could meet everybody, but yeah, every time 
you know, there's such little time, especially yeah. if you're going to multiple cities. <sighs> Oftentimes, we're you know, right after the show, we'll drive from you know, I think we have a show in San Diego, and then we got to drive to Texas. So it's like things wow, like that. Yeah. And then one is like we finish in Texas, we have to drive to Florida in a day, so it's like an 18 hour drive. So usually, like we pick up right out of the show and get out of there. So yeah. I try to do meet and greets before the shows and do an acoustic set and stuff like that. Yeah. What kind of are you taking like a van or a bus this time yeah, around? We've got something it's it's sort of a mix between the two. It's called a it's called a bandwagon. They're really cool. They're like <laughs> bus vans. So they have bunks and stuff, but they're smaller than buses. Okay. So I'm excited. I've never taken one before, but it should be it should be cool. Close quarters. Close quarters, definitely. <laughs> it's all like one room, a bunch of bunks and like a fridge and a kitchen and you know, but you that's the cool thing. I love going on tour with, you know, people I really are friends with and, and yeah. you know, all the all the bandmates and stuff because you really do get close. You got to spend, you know, hours and hours together. And who's opening for you? I've got a wonderful girl named Alex Johnson okay. who we just announced today, which um, I'm super pumped about. She's a wonderful musician and a great singer-songwriter. So, yeah. And a good friend? Uh, I, I had never met her before. Really? No, yeah. Okay. Um, it came through a number of different ways, but when I heard her music, I was like, this is the person. This yeah. is the one. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Do you have a favorite city to perform in? Oh, it's so tough. Um, but I, New York's my home and it's, it's yeah. always, it's always nice to perform at home. So I would say New York's one of my favorites. Are you performing in New York City or upstate? New York City. I'm, I'm doing Webster Hall in New York City on June okay. 17th. So I'm pumped for that. Um, and then we're doing a lot of places around, like we're going to New Jersey. There's like a limit of how many shows you can play in a time period for, um, for each city. Like, so if you played in New York, Usually you can't play, you know, I don't know, right across the bridge or something yeah. for, you know, it has to be a certain amount of miles away. Okay. Otherwise I would play a show every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. I want to know what music you're listening to right now. Mm. I, um, I, I, of course I'm listening to all that Stevie Wonder and stuff and yeah. all that stuff every day. But what if I, I just, uh, I love that song Fancy by Easy Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just making a ukulele cover up for it actually. Are you going to upload um, it to YouTube? I just might. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, what else? I think, uh, I love the neighborhood. Those guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, uh, I think Sam Smith is fantastic. He's, he's the male Adele, you know, he's, yeah. and I love, you know, we're very, we're very close in age. He's, you know, like a couple months older than I am. And I just love, uh, how, how mature his music is as well and how much he's gone through in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's Any one of my favorites. Do covers of his music? Maybe. Maybe. What about some Ed Sheeran? I love Ed Sheeran. Yeah. He's one of my favorites as well. And yeah. I, I remember I got to, um, he was opening for Snow Patrol like like four years ago or something, and I saw the show. I went just for him with my really? friends. We were we love Ed Sheeran. We we're like oh, this guy's music, <laughs> and uh, and we got to uh, we were walking outside, and he was just standing outside, and we hung out with him for a little bit, and we talked to him, and he was the coolest guy. Like and and I've heard you know I have some friends that are still really close with him, and they're like he hasn't changed at all, and I think that's so cool. And that was probably before he was a, a household name. Yeah, totally. So. It was he was yeah it was ripe. It was before. Uh, Taylor Swift and everything of that sort. It was just right after he had put out his, his album. So he was just starting out in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's cool. So this is a tough question, oh, but you have all your music on your phone and you don't have enough space. So you have to yeah. delete everything except for one song. Oh what gosh. song do you keep? Oh, that is so hard. Um, I would say, uh, I feel good by James Brown. Okay. Always makes me feel awesome. Classic. I, I have to. Yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do it on tour as well. I think we're gonna cover it. Really? Yeah. I'm so excited. is that, how do you decide your set list for? Shows? Um, usually, you know, it's, it's, 
all the original stuff and then we decide like you know not as many covers so what are the special covers i really want to do and i try to do something like that which is you know one of my favorite songs and i think mm-hmm. it's such a classic and makes you feel good yeah and then i try to figure out usually i want to do at least you know one contemporary song and that's always the tough one because there's a lot of great ones out there so i'm still deciding on that one yeah yeah how many songs are on the EP? There are four songs on four the EP. Songs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you know how many songs will be on the, the album once it comes out? Probably 11, 10 or 11. Okay. Yeah. When is that expected to... Probably later in the summer. Um, okay. We'll see. Uh, it's still up in the air because we're still, you know, once I get back from tour, I'll probably continue to work on it until it's done. Have you been thinking of names yet? Oh, yeah. A yeah? Bunch, yeah. Um, it's one of the hardest things is to choose a name. The, the same Max EP <laughs> thing came, uh, it came from, uh, the mugshot song. It has like same yeah. Max. And, uh, and I just, I don't know. I just felt like that was, that was fun. I, I re- something about, I was like, I want to call it the same Max tour. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, all right, cool. That sounds good. Um, but the album name, I think for me is something that's so, it's such a process because it's got to resonate so much. Mm-hmm. You know, EP's a taste, but this is like really, it's what baby. does this represent? It's my baby, exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to be thinking about it probably till like the day before. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, wait, I got to change it. This is what it is. The covers are getting printed. You exactly. have to do it. <laughs> no, hand, brain, everything. <laughs> uh, so you're going by just Max now for yeah. music, like mm-hmm. just Madonna, just... <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt like we, we made it um, just Max because... I really wanted the music to be its own thing in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Um and I uh I felt like it really uh it really it felt like the artist name that I really felt uh mm-hmm. felt right. So um that was really the big reason why we did it. Yeah. Um, and it's still my name. That was a big thing. I didn't want <laughs> I didn't want to be like I didn't want to be like Max Mercury or something. <laughs> you know? My dad was like, You should be Max Mercury. I was like, Dad. <laughs> Max is like four X's after like seven X's. I was like, I don't want people to think it's something else. Um <laughs> But uh, just Max felt so right, and and I ended up, uh, uh, you know, deciding on that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, What TV shows are you watching right now? Oh, man. Game of Thrones. Love Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Breaking Bad was my favorite. Really sad that I wish I could watch it all Well, they're doing the spinoff now, so. Oh, my gosh. That's right. I don't know when. Do you know when that comes out, though? No. Uh, I (laughs) I probably should. I know, right? I should, too. Um, uh, I love, uh, yeah, I love Game of Thrones. I love, um. I'm just starting to watch The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. I never watched it, so just getting into that one. But that's like a you got to get ready for a lifetime of. TV. You got to sit down. Yeah, and, yeah. So I've been uh, thinking about that. I watched. Uh, I was watching uh, Leverage with my girlfriend, which is you know an older show, but yeah. like one of my you know one of my guilty pleasures. Not that it's <laughs> it's, but it's an awesome show. I love it so much. Um, uh, but yeah, Game of Thrones is definitely the one that every week I watch. Yeah, and uh, it's getting it just gets crazier and crazier. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So you're obviously very busy. When you do get free time, what do you like to do? I love um, a lot of adventure outdoor stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I love activities. So I go, I love, um, you know, zip lining and whitewater rafting and that's stuff like that. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. I, you can't I, do whitewater rafting in LA. Though. I know. That's the thing. <laughs> we went to Costa Rica for my birthday last year and we did a lot of that. We like whitewater rafted to a lodge in the middle of a rainforest, no cell phones or anything, and and then whitewater raft out of there. That's the only way you can get there besides helicopter. Like, I love that kind of stuff. Just for like four days or five days. Then I'm glued to my phone again. But like, it's so nice to, I think everybody, it's so nice to get out of that and just be able to be like, wow, I'm Mm -hmm. in the wilderness with nothing. And I just gotta survive. And you went with your girlfriend, right? I went with my girlfriend, yeah. You guys are super cute on Instagram. Thank you. What's the most romantic thing that you think you've done for her other than, um, the Chicago anniversary? That was probably, I would say that's probably the most, but, um, I, uh, 
I took her horseback riding in, in Costa Rica when we got there. Aww. And we went to like a butterfly garden thing on the yeah. horsebacks. So that was pretty cute. Is she going to go on tour with you? Yeah, she is. That'll be fun. So, yeah. She's doing, <laughs> she's doing so much stuff too. It's, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping right yeah. now she's going to come on tour. What does she want to get into? Uh, she just started her own YouTube channel. I'm promoting my girlfriend. Uh. So yeah, uh, <laughs> she just started her own YouTube channel and she has guest choreographers and a lot of her friends dancing them. And I'm proud of her. I've, I've always wanted her to, to do that because I think that, you know, anybody that sings or dances or acts, I think it's so great to have a YouTube because it's, it's your, it's your security. It's your entity. Yeah. It's something that you control. And especially in an industry where everything's up in the air, you don't know what's going to happen next. It's nice to have something that you really can call your own. So yeah. she's doing that and she's dancing all the time. That's she's really cool. sick right now. So I'm taking care of oh, her. Oh no. Yeah. Are you the type that like brings her soup and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I make her soup and, and Gatorade and whatever else. You know, <laughs> That's cute. Get her electrolytes up. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you. So, um, moving forward. Oh, yeah. What do you hope to accomplish in the next year? Um, you know, I love, I, I hope to be touring, putting out new music and then getting to do a project every, I love being able to act and sing. I get asked a lot, which I would choose. And mm-hmm. of course, I love, I love music and performing live the most of anything, but I love them all. Yeah. And so I think, um, if I, if I were lucky enough to continue to do the same thing, getting to do crisis and then go do a tour or something, that would be awesome. Yeah. And I just want, you know, I just want to do things that people enjoy and hopefully help people in whatever way I can. Would you ever consider doing musical theater again, like Broadway? I would love to. I think it would be a couple years down the line since I'm been working so much on this, yeah. this original music, but you know, Broadway, I've always, I've always had my heart there and, and I would love to be back in my city and doing some Broadway. Yeah. That'd be great. Cool. Cool. Um, and what do you hope to accomplish in five or ten years? Oh, man. The rest of your life? <sighs> Obviously, <laughs> SNL. SNL. That would be amazing. That's a huge goal of mine. I would love to do that. Um, but otherwise, I hope I hope that... Um, I'm really thinking about what I can do uh, in a in a charitable way even more, like rather than just the little things. I think that's something that I want to figure out and and see how can I do my part with what I've been given to to help a lot of other people out. So yeah. that's a big thing I'm I'm wanting to whether it's my own charity or really getting involved in someone else's. I just want to feel like I'm a part of something that's making the world better. So and you have a great platform for that. Totally, yeah. So hope for the best. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So this brings us to our shameless plug section. Ah, let's go. I love it. <laughs> Talk about Crisis, the tour, EP, all that stuff. Am I talking to this camera? Yes. Hello, guys. Thank you for watching <laughs> this like 25 minute interview. Or maybe you've skipped ahead to this part. Anyway, point being, um, NBC Crisis, it's on at 10 p.m. on Sunday nights. So either watch it live or DVR. Watch it online at NBC.com. Uh, I have an EP called The Same Max EP coming out May 13th. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, and I'm going on tour this summer, the same Max tour. And it is June 4th to July 5th. And I'm playing the Troubadour here in LA, June 5th. And I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> and Shit, then fuck. if people want to find you on uh, social media, yeah. Twitter, Insta, mm-hmm. where can they find that? Max G as in George Schneider is on most of my Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Because my middle name's George. And I couldn't get Max Schneider. Some little kid in <laughs> Union Square had it. And I couldn't contact him. So Max G. Schneider. So you. <laughs> if you know him, have him get in touch. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> 
Well, you can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. You can find all of us here at AfterBuzz TV. Please take 30 seconds, subscribe to us on iTunes. Just type in AfterBuzz TV. You can find all of the Chatting with Kathy episodes along with the other 60 after shows that we do every single week. If you have a favorite show on TV, we probably do an after show. We do the Crisis After Show. You should definitely check that out. Oh, nice. Max, thank you so much for coming in. It is always a pleasure. Always, always. And I can't wait to see what you do in the next year. thank you. Crazy. Same here. Yeah. Awesome. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.